Oh, I'm grumpy and mad on that. I'm educated by the boob tube. Oh boy, that's what she said, or... <laughs> uh, what I'm getting from this episode is you don't like girls. That's what I'm... That's what I'm... Where do they poop? Now? Now is when you care? <laughs> Can't end the show without one of those, folks. Oh, you get to go first, sir. Oh. Okay, um... Got, uh... Pfizer juice running through my veins right now. <laughs> ah! They're they're coming on, yeah. Like this morning, I woke up at five. My n- normal, I'm like, eh, not bad, and just like I feel a little out of sorts. And and I'm I'm actually not that bad, but my arm hurts, which I knew it might like your arm. Was this uh, number one or number two? This is number two. Okay. And so, uh, but I'm like uh, getting kind of a little bit of the chills, not much. A little headache, not bad. And just a little bit of body aches, but not nothing is bad. But I can just tell I'm not 100%. I'm just something's not... Which, that means the the microchip is doing its work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I am literally, very soon, I'm going to be a walking, talking iPhone. Just able to broadcast it's, anything. No, it's Bill Gates. Oh, it's yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, just take that out. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that out, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... I full on mark of the beast going on here. Well, I've got uh, I'm breaking out here. I'm bleeding on my nose and up here because I'm 41 and just getting out of puberty, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah. And I haven't gotten any shots or anything. It's just just my normal springtime breaking down. Yep. Ugh. Uh, yeah. I actually like almost went to karate last night. I could have because I was I was fine. But I'm like, ah, oh, this kind of, this is my get out of jail free card for the week. <laughs> but, uh, so wife gets her shot, her second dose today at 4.30. And good. So then we're fully vaccinated. Well, no, we're, like I said, we're fully, fully marked. Programmed. Fully we're programmed. fully programmed for. Yep. Once they kick on that 5G tower up next to you. Then, oh then man, Gates, it's going to be. He's going to be just like a drone. He's going to be steering you around with his computer. Yep, yep, and then all of a sudden, I guess Rapture, right? That's that's the next on the mm-hmm. list, or mm-hmm. yeah, Kamala Harris and horns and yeah, eighty-eight reasons why he's coming back in eighty-eight. Remember that? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yes, I do. I remember that well. I was I was taught that. I was taught. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Here we are. Oh, the short memory spans of people in our lives. Uh huh. <laughs> so well, anyway, let's yeah. Just listen to the my pillow guy. He'll give us the information. Yes, he, he knows the future. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm. Well, before we, uh, before I start bitching, a uh, quick correction on last episode. We were breaking down. Was it last episode? Yeah, we were breaking down Justice League. No, it was the episode before. Yeah. Uh, I said. The scene where Darkseid puts his hand on Superman's shoulder is not in there. That was only in the trailer. And I rewatched Zack Snyder's Justice League this week, and I was wrong. It is in there. Oh, so just, sorry about that. But all right, yeah, yeah there you go. That's it. <laughs> um, let's see. Where do I begin? Oh, let's start with this one. So you remember when we were uh, here? Was a year ago? Maybe two. We were redoing our kitchen. 
Not every yes. single thing in it, but we redid the ceiling, the lights, the floors. Spent a bunch of money, did a whole ton of work. That's, you know, always trying to make it look nice. So yesterday, and we got these uh, lights that are, the round lights that are sunk in the ceiling. Yeah. So uh, the other day I sent my son up to take a bath. Like, go, go, go take a bath. All right. 15 minutes later. Water pouring down from one of our brand new lights. Like, Oh, man. <laughs> what is happening? What is happening up there? So I go running upstairs. Here he filled the tub to like three-fourth capacity, which is way more than we ever say you should fill it. it. It should be half at max. And he was Calvin and Hobbes sloshing back and forth to make a tidal wave. And right when I walked in, it was like, Badoosh! Honestly, like when, you were, when you were saying this, I'm like, this is Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he was doing. And I just looked at him like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, just, just gotta break shit. Just gotta break shit. Anything that we got in the house. Let's, how can I break this? Mm -hmm. How can I make this broken? How can I make this worthless? (sighs) Oh, I was so fricking angry that I had to like leave the room. I just didn't, I was just like, let half the water down, knock it off. And then later I talked to him. I was like, dude, you're breaking the house. Like, we're trying to sell this fucking place. And tidal wave. I mean, I, wait, halfway up the wall, I saw it. <sighs> oh, that would be infuriating. Oh, what else do I got? Oh, I got oh. this in the mail today. Or the other day. Uh, let's see. Maybe I'll just let you read it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, jury duty. That May, should be through, May through September. Like, I'm on for months, so, I guess. Th- that's odd. Like, May through September. Because up here, I feel like it's... Like, well, you got more people up there. Down yeah, here, it's... it's like, oh, that's true. Yeah, because up here, it's like a week. Like, okay, you're on for, like, call in every... It is. It's a week up here, and you call in every day. And then on a certain day, you pr- more than likely you have to go into the courthouse and then go through the process, and you're either a juror or you're not. And but well, uh, how many months fir- is that? Let me see here. Let's check the dates again. That's crazy. May one through eight thirty one. Oh my! Do you, you you don't have to call in every day, do you? I don't know. I've never we- had jury duty before. Huh? Because up here you have to call in every day. You call in, and then they, they, you have a number, and then if you're, if you're, then like it's between this number and this number, and if you're in between there, that means you have to show up. Hmm. Well, Is I'm. It, uh, they want you to fill out this whole form, and if you're trying to get out of it, and blah blah blah. And you know what? I'm not going to. It's. I've never had it before, and I know everybody likes to make jokes about it and wants to get out of it. Well, I'm not gonna. It's it's. Civic duty? Yeah. I'm, I'm, whatever. I'll do it. Good. Yeah. Uh, the first I don't, time. I don't want to do it, but I. <laughs> yeah. I, it cost me a whole day. I mean, I don't want to say cost, but it, and it seriously, like looking back, it was an experience because I was chosen as a juror. And so I sat on the jury and it was, it was actually quite interesting. Like during they, like, it, I'm confiscate like, your phones. Oh man. I think so. I don't rem- oh, I think so. Are you allowed it's to take been- in a notebook? Because I would want to take notes. Yeah, maybe. Um, hmm. But I, the case was that I 
I listened in on, and it was good. Like, it was... It was well, I've been like, watching a hell of a lot of JAG lately, so I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember that we found the uh, the defendant not guilty, and it was a, a, a black man versus a police officer, and... Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're, we were all like, mm, there's not enough evidence here for it. Yeah. But it, seriously, it was a good experience. And, but during it, I'm like this, uh, I don't want to be here, but who, you know, know who does. Right. But looking back, I'm glad I got to do it. So. Yeah. Well, I've never done it and I've been watching a lot of lawyer shit lately. So I'm educated. Yeah. I'm educated by the boob tube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. It's just odd that, that I mean, it, granted. I better not have to call in every day. That's going to piss me off. I was going to say, we did. That's a long time. I know. Like every, every, I think it was every evening at like five o'clock, the, the numbers were released for the next day. And so you just call in and it's a recording and it's like, oh, okay, I'm in. I got to go in. But okay. Well, for, that wouldn't bother me too bad, I guess. Yeah. But doing it for months on end, that would get old fast. I can't imagine they're going to do that for you. May through <laughs> eight. What is eight? September? That's. That's August. August? Oh, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hmm. August 31st. Has uh has your wife ever got jury duty? Um, I think that she might have got the letter, but I don't think she ever went in. I could be okay. wrong on that. I've had to go in twice. I was selected for a juror once, and then uh, the second time it was all of us that, like, it was a big case. And, um... Something had happened to where we were all like, we were dismissed because there was either new evidence or there was something that were like, well, we can't continue today. So we all got to go home, but it, it counted. It counted. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm actually, off now that I think of it, I might've actually got pulled before, but never had to go in. Okay. I can't remember. That was, I that, mean, that, I'm talking about back in the apartment days. So we're talking long time ago. Yeah. I mean, it bought me, I think two years of, and it, I'm in a city, so I'm expecting I mean, that was well over a year ago. I'm all I'm expecting by next year, I'll be juror du- jury duty again. But at this point, like, I know what to do. I know where to go. It's, man, that first time I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I didn't know downtown Canton that well. Yeah. Like, where, where do I go? What do I do? Trying to, I was trying to get out of it at the time. And I made sure that all my tattoos were showing. Like, <laughs> who's going to pick me? Oh, they did. They picked me. Uh, I should walk in with a wife beater. Just, just. Yeah. Hey guys! Yep. In, in this county, they'd be like, "Oh, he's on." Yeah, he's that, on. We want him. Yeah. But yeah, the the the, uh, the defendant like they chose they chose me. I'm I guess I'm a Pokemon. We choose you. It's not a Pokemon <laughs> thing, or something. yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but yeah, good for you. I mean, I hope. I think for your sake, seriously, like if you would be chosen, I think looking back, you'd probably enjoy the experience. I did. It's it's cool to see how the justice system works and how I think justice prevailed on my little little case that I sat in on. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm mostly just concerned about how it's going to work with uh, work. Mm-hmm. You know? And it even says here what is the line they say here? Because my wife said, well just tell them you have to work and then you can get out of it. But the last uh, line of this thing says, uh, Ohio law does not allow you to be excused for employment related concerns. Yeah. You'll get paid a little tiny, tiny bit if you're if you're chosen for juror. Oh, but I mean, it is. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't, so is there damage done to the house because of 
The flopping around in the no, bathtub? No, and it's happened a few times. We've just never been able to figure out how or why. Well, and now I think, you know. Well, no, before it's happened, like, just when my wife takes a shower. But oh. it's only happened, like, a couple of times. And so I think what's happening is, you know, there's an overflow behind the uh, knob that switches it from bath to shower. Okay. And I think it's getting in there and then running down and then hitting the light and then go- coming down from that way. But <laughs> it was never as much as what he did. I mean, oh. Judas. And it's, you know, drywall ceiling. So if we keep that up, it's going to be ruined. I was going to say that will get ruined if that keeps up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just yelling at him. It's not a pool. It's not a freaking pool. How, what was the response? What, okay. Oh, just sad, crying, because mm-hmm. dad's yelling. Yeah, that happened to me last night. We were playing apples to apples, just kind of killing time before bath time, and he was awful. You know, Our youngest was just throwing cards and just being loud, and we had gone on a walk earlier in the evening, and he does this high-pitched shriek every now and then. Just, eee! Yeah, my kid too. Mine too. Yeah. And I, I was, I mean, and he was doing it close to a dog. There was another person walking with a big dog. And I'm like, if you scream again, no TV tonight. And that's pretty major because it's Pokemon. Mm. And, uh, okay, okay. Like, there's a dog. We explained why not. And so we're playing this apples to apples. And at the very end of the game, and he lets out another little shriek. I'm like, and there goes your TV. And then it was just, just waterworks. Yep. <laughs> I, 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 can't I promise I'll never do it again. Five yeah. minutes oh, later. Yeah. Eee, that, yeah. that, that's, yeah. what, that's what Corbin does. Eee, yeah. I'm like, why? Why? Uh, because like it's annoying. It's, an, it's annoying my brother. That That's why I do it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I just... Uh, we talk about us being angry rage monsters, but what if, can you just imagine that the reason that I get so angry is because I imagine what it would have been like if at his age I had done that. Oh, I, I would have got slapped across the face hard. Back from, from e- handed yeah. across the room. Yeah. From both parents. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. There Boom. were numerous times where I would, I would do something and I would get slapped across the face from mom mm. or get my ass just whipped from my, Yeah. Yep. Or both. Yeah. Uh, slap by one and wait till your dad gets home. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yipper. <laughs> and then, oh, and then what, t- what really sets me off is that after I tell him, knock it off with that noise, it's annoying, it's not funny, stop it. And then I get this face. Ooh. The angry, angry, you're a dick. Yeah. Face. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, if I ever made that face to my parents. If I, mm-hmm. oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be yeah. here. <laughs> oh, and the thing is, we have we have the the teen years to look forward to. Like, oh, oh, oh. oh yes, you do. Hey, there's another one I can bitch about. <laughs> uh, I think she might be just a few days away from that time, and she uh, her great grandpa just died, and she had to go back and visit relatives that she doesn't like to go visit. Okay, but because uh, because he died, she had to go, and so when she got back, it was just like. Attitude. Oh. Attitude. But I think some of it is, like I said, uh, the ant flow is that, far yeah. I, I, That's my guess, but she was just standing in the... Oh, I was making my wife laugh so hard last night she was crying when I was telling her what happened. But she's like, 
there's nothing to eat in this house. And I'm like, there's just loads of food in this house. I mean, loads. <laughs> I opened the pantry door. I'm like, look at this. It's completely packed. You can't fit anything more in here. What are you talking about? Yeah, but there's not food food. I'm like, but right there's Chef Boyardee cans of whatever. Ravioli. Have at it. Eh. Okay, mm. I open the I open the fridge door and like look there scramble some eggs. There's uh bologna and cheese in here. Make a sandwich. Uh there's bread, there's this, there's this, there's this. I open the other freezer, there's pizzas, there's all kinds of Ah Why don't we have any ground beef? I want ground beef. It's like What? <laughs> like you just want to eat ground beef? <laughs> yeah, why don't we have any? It was like I actually I think there is some downstairs, but it's frozen. Oh, so I have to make it? Oh, my. I was just uh. like, uh, yeah. She's like, I want something real to eat. I want something real. I'm like, there's tons of food here. Make make whatever. What'd she make? Bag of popcorn. Real food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poured herself a bowl of it, which was half of the bag. Ate half of that and was like, I'm sick of this. Tossed it on oh, the counter man. and walked off. It was just like, you have... <laughs> Whatever. All right. I, no, no. It was very clearly one of those man uh, times where you're like, just, just keep your mouth shut. Just did no. wife explode because that's oh, though that just seems uh, like I'm looking for an came, argument. No, Addie came home while wife was taking a nap, and then Addie left before she got up. Uh, or no, she was at work or some some shit. She wasn't here. But when she got home, I was like, do not talk to her today. Just trust me. Do you do not talk to her today. Just don't. Which, of course, she did as soon as Ugh. she got home. Then she had to make all... How was your half a bag of popcorn? And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not helping anything. It's just not... It, yeah, but you don't have any girls, so you're not going to have to deal with that. But oh, you, have to, you have to remember with your sister and your mom. They they just... They hate each other. They, it's just teenage girl and mom. They're just like, oh, I'm going to show her... And that, that's the way it was at my house growing up with my, both my aunt and my sister and my mom. And so I'm used to it. It's just, I'm just like, why? Why can't you just not? Why can't you just do like I do and just change the channel on the radio and good night. See you tomorrow. But nope. Nope. Oh no. We got to say stuff. (laughs) Whatever. Good luck. And that's when I pour myself a drink Uh and go in my office. Have fun with that. Yeah, and last night I was like, well, I got my COVID shot, so I'm like, well, what's, I suppose that the right thing to do would be pour myself a nice, <laughs> nice drink of Crown Royal and watch Alien Covenant. So that's how I spent my post second dose shot is Crown Royal and Alien Covenant. And nice. like, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I really uh, want to like that movie, but. I thought about you last night watching it. I'm like, man, this is a good movie. I like that one more than you do. Uh, I know but, you do, and I don't hate it. I just don't. It's just, yeah. I feel like I, I did this, this this time. I watched it like I watched Prometheus right before. So like yesterday or the day before, I would finished up Prometheus, which is so good. This mm-hmm. is definitely a step down. I mean, it's definitely a step down. But if you watch it for Alien Mayhem, it's there's more of that in this than there was in Prometheus. But the story was way better than better in Prometheus. I agree. We've, I yeah, just feel like about, I, I feel like Covenant would be the second act of a movie. Not a whole movie, you know? Yeah, I like, can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, and it, it just felt chopped up. 
even Prometheus, I'm like, yeah, there's a good two and a half hour movie in here that's two hours. It, it needs to be yeah. longer, but yeah. So, all right, here we are. Well, we're, let's, we're reviewing let's, movies already. Yeah, let's get on to talking about movies because I yeah. got some shit to talk about. And I'm sure you do too. I do. Uh, you ready for the roulette? I am. I am. I am. I am. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene, trying to keep it together here. <laughs> and here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Kentucky Fried Movie up against Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. And you're up first, sir. Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia, directed by Sam Peckinpah from 1974. Hey, this was released a day before I was born. How do you like them apples? August 7th, 1974. Uh, an American barroom pianist and his... Oh, there was a penis joke last time about that. Yeah, there? that was funny. Yeah. And his prostitute girlfriend go on a trip through the Mexican underworld to collect a bounty on the head of a dead gigolo. Um... This movie is very, very well regarded, I guess, in amongst reviewers, and I echo some of that. I I'm not a Sam Peckinpah connoisseur. I don't. I've only watched. Like, we talked about this. I've only watched yeah. one of his. How many have you watched? I think you... this, counting this, three. Mm. Um, it's good. Uh, it's long, like hour and fifty two minutes. It's it's long, and I was reading like this thing is so violent, and oh, it's just violent. I'm like, I hate it when I read stuff like that. I know, it never like, turns out to be true. I know, and maybe I was my expectations were too high at that point because I'm like, well, I'm expecting like nothing but machine gun fire and murder. No, it's lots of contemplating and talking, and he's all you know. It's well shot. It's well acted. It's. It has this layer of dirt on it. Like, everybody's always dirty. You know, it's one of those movies where... Yeah. Kind of like a Spaghetti West. Honestly, this is kind of a Spaghetti Western, but just without cowboys. Uh, it it was good. Uh, and I can see I can see where it gets the accolades that it does, but it's probably one and done for me. The replay value on this thing is not high at all. It just... Let's go. What? Come on. And everybody's a scumbag. I mean, everybody is a scumbag in this. Uh, almost annoyingly so versus like something like Godfather where, you know, it's a little bit different. Like that's everybody's kind of in the mob. But here you are dealing with like Mexican mob. But it's just, I don't know. Uh, it was good. I think I gave it three stars. Uh, so it is good. It's one. It's a check off-the-list movie. Like, it's something that you should watch at least once. You might like it more than I do, but I, yeah, there was numerous times where my mind was wandering, and then every now and then, then there would be, like, a burst of of gunfire or something, or he would do something, and I'm like, okay, I'm back into it, and then, oh, now we're back to driving again, and uh, depressing, and <laughs> so anyway, there you go. I yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, the on my side, Kentucky, the Kentucky Fried movie from 1977. So curious about this one. IMDb says, a series of short, highly irreverent, and often tasteless skits. Good job, IMDb. You nailed it for once. Uh, so I started watching this movie, and I'm like, what is this? 
because it was just like skit into skit, like SNL skit, but R-rated. Like, all right. And the first third of it was kind of like that. The second third was basically a... I always want to say Top Gun, but that's the wrong... Uh, what is the spoof movie with Leslie Nielsen? Gun something. Naked Gun? Yeah. The, the middle section was like a, literally a half hour long Naked Gun version of Enter the Dragon. Like, oh. they, they, they literally remade Enter the Dragon, but made it spoofy. That sounds good. It's like, all right. <laughs> and then the last third was all, um, just skit, 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 skit again. Roll credits. It's like, all right. And they ranged from extremely funny to so irreverent, I was uncomfortable. Really? To some of them were not even a little bit funny. Like, just, I don't get it. Not, like, there's a black and white courtroom scene thing. I was just like, there, there's no jokes. And it, I don't care. Whatever. But then, oh, now we've got a, a, a spoof porn trailer. And just, just tits everywhere in this movie. I mean, th- there was one that was like, I, I gotta fast forward this a little bit because my wife walks in the room and she's not offended by this stuff, but she'd be like, you know, the kids are still up, right? Like it was so, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was a lot like, damn. Uh, uh, then later there was a one skit where a couple is on a date and then they come home and then they're watching the news on TV and the dude is trying to get lucky. And so he starts like making out with the chick and taking her clothes off. And then it's like the people on the TV can see them for whatever reason. That's the joke which is funny, but then it's like full-on softcore porn sex scene. Like, he's beating her out, and then they're riding, and I mean, just, I mean, I was like, damn, that's a lot, but all right. Uh, It's on Amazon Prime. I ended up watching it on there instead of my VHS. Uh, It's, like you said with your movie, it's a checklist film. It's worth a watch. You You should check it out. It's I don't want to say it's off-putting, that's not the right word, but there's no balance to this movie. Uh, you know, like, some of the skits are genuinely funny, but then we take a break in the middle for this half-hour-long remake of Enter the Dragon, and it's so much of a remake that it's, it's almost... it's There's not enough funny in there. I mean, there hmm. are parts that are funny, but it's... What, we're still doing this? It's still We're still doing this? We're still Enter the Dragon, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, it was amusing, but then we're off into skit, 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 skit. It sounds like I'm saying skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> so checklist. Checklist, and I'll keep it on the shelf. But uh, like you said with uh, everybody saying on the internet that it's so gory and so crazy, I've heard for years that this movie is so funny and top comedy movies ever made. No... No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> but it's a John Landis, Dave Zucker, you know. Uh, so it's it's worth a watch. But, okay. And you should check it out on Amazon Prime. I do want to. Just don't, don't, don't have the spouse in the room when you do, I mean, Judas Priest, is there a lot of boobs in this movie? Is this kind of similar to like movie 43 where it's just random weirdness? Yeah, but they're quicker. And, and there's more of them. It, it, it's bizarre. It's, it's a strange film. And then they, you know, and a lot of the skits, even when I get the joke, 
they go on way too long. Like, I'm looking at one where, right now, where it's a infomercial, where they're like, what would you do without this chemical? Well, you wouldn't have that mop, and the mop vanishes from the woman's hand. Oh, well, you wouldn't have that, blah, 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 and slowly her house just falls apart all around her as they take away things. And it's like, okay, it was funny for a minute, but on and on and on and on <laughs> until it's like, it stopped being funny like three minutes ago. Uh, but then again, that's also 1970s humor. Is it similar to, to Blazing Saddles? No, because it's all skits that are unrelated. Other yeah. than that middle section. Because I know Blazing Saddles really pushed the boundaries back then. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh, I've seen it many times. It's but. fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. Kentucky Fried movie. Okay. Uh, what do you want next? Okay, so first up for me is uh, Panic Beats Off. Uh, my, you know, walk yeah, walk masturbation. It. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um... Uh, this is Paul Nashi. He directed this one, and he stars in this one, and he wrote this one, and lots and lots and lots of Paul Nashi. The spirit of a deceased knight returns every hundred years to clean a house by graphically murdering the woman who women who made who are making the life of his descendants unbearable. And do you know? Have, I think I've asked. Have you ever heard of Paul no, Nashi? No, I, I don't know before? if I have. He's a Spanish actor, and he was in a whole shit ton of. Uh, horror movies back in the like back that in the sounds 70s really mainly. cool but yeah and it, it's a blu-ray and i got it from mondo macabro and it actually is supposed to be a pretty legit horror movie and i boy i tell you like italian horror movies from the 70s are my favorite but spanish horror movies are really really good too if you find the right ones like it's almost like they were trying to go for the italian gothic feel as well or something but uh, this one looks... Actually, this is from the 80s, early 80s. So, anyway. Um, but I do like Paul Nashy movies, or I like to see him in movies. There's just... I don't know. There's a certain... Certain something about Paul Nashy. He was a sex symbol. So, of course, I yeah. would like him. He's your um, type. So, there you go. Uh, yes. Next up is Doors. And this is not The Doors with Val Kilmer. The great The Doors. This is a new science fiction movie from 2021. Uh, I'm watching the trailer for Doors. You can go right ahead and skip that one. Uh-oh. All oh, right. one of the title cards that came up was uh, Bloody Disgusting. Bloggy. Bloggy Disgusting. Bloggy, no. yeah, bloggy. Okay, well, yeah, some science fiction movie that... I mean, the idea looks great. I mean, that sounds cool. But I saw that flash. No, I'm out. <laughs> bloggy Disgusting. Next up is Phobias. From 2021, horror thriller, hour and 25 minutes. I think this is an anthology. Uh, five dangerous patients suffering from extreme phobias at a government testing facility are do, are put to the ultimate test under the supervision of a crazed doctor and his quest to weaponize fear. I did watch the trailer for this one, and I, th I think this one looks pretty darn good. What if that would be a backdoor uh, Batman movie? Weaponize yeah. fear? Yeah? Yeah. Scarecrow? So, it cool. actually sounds... Oh, yeah, that's right. It almost sounds a little science fiction-y, mm -hmm. but um, anyway, there you go, and there's my All right. wonderful spread of whatever. Uh, for me, we've got a couple of VHS and then one that's streaming. First up is Lawnmower Man 2, Job's War, and I hear this movie is terrible, mm -hmm. and I've never seen it. I mean, the first one was terrible. Why wouldn't this one be terrible? Have you ever seen this one? Uh-huh. 
Back in the VHS days, it was awful. Awful. Oh. I hated it. Oh, okay. There's that. <laughs> uh, Streaming-wise, we got Starship Troopers, Traitor of Mars, is an anime film. Federation Trooper Johnny Rico is ordered to work with a group of new recruits on a satellite station on Mars where giant bugs have... Do we need an explanation of Starship Troopers? I don't think so. And lastly, this is one that came from my current uh, score of VHS. I went through seven cases. It was a lot of frickin' tapes and a lot of frickin' Disney. But somewhere down in there in the bowels Mm. of that box, those boxes... I finally hit on some horror, which is hard to find around here. And this is one of them that I got. It's from the Midnight Madness line. It is Night of the Ghouls, hosted by Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And it's got a special awesome. sticker on it that says Uncut. Ooh, uncut. It's a, it's a sticker, too. That's not a, just a thing on the top. And Elvira, you know, always always good for a Oh, people. yeah. I have never heard of Night of the Ghouls, but... Uh, it says all you Plan Nine from Outer Space fans will love this one. That's not. That's not good. That's not. Uh-uh. That's bad. But oh, but it's directed by Ed Ed Wood. Oh, all right. Oh, that's directed by Plan Nine guy. Uh, 60, 69 minutes. So I will tell you that if you want to go with the horror one, it's sixty nine minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, there you go. What do you want? <laughs> Oh, man, I was going to pick Elvira, but... I didn't realize um, it was that short. I probably wouldn't have put it oh, on if I'd known it's that short. Ed Wood, though. Ugh. Oh, that's painful. Yeah. Um. So, is Casper Van Dien, does he supply the voice? Yes. And oh. Dina Meyer. That, that, let's do it. Let's. We'll go Starship Troopers. You then. haven't seen this one? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Is it how? Is it new, or is it? Uh, has it been out for a while? 2017. It's on Netflix. Hmm. I don't think I've seen it. All right. Well, they, they they made a third movie. Then the movie sucked. Oh if well, I this is, this would be after that, I think. Okay. Yeah, Casper Van Dien, Dina Meyer, smoke show, Dina Meyer. Whew. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. She's dizzy, dizzy Flores, but dizzy died, right? Oh, uh, dizzy. Yeah, she, yes, she did. So maybe it's a prequel or. Well, it's got to oh, be before it's maybe... the first one. Yeah. Yeah, unless it fits in somewhere in the, in, like, kind of a Clone Wars type of thing. Yeah. Well, the animation looks a lot like, uh, that, uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. That's, oh, that's nice. what the animation looks like. It looks, re- and I really like that. It looks sweet. Yeah. Yep, Starship uh, Troopers. For you, Panic Beats. Oh, okay. Nice. Paul Nashy, it is. <laughs> I, the, I mean, the Doors thing sounds too good to be true for one, and the Phobias thing. 2021. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool, but... Uh, I'll go with the one that sounds like the safer pick. Alright. There you go. Next episode of the Roulette, it will be Starship Troopers. I have to look at what it's on. Uh, Traitor of Mars up against Panic Beats. Yeah, on... Netflix, if you type in Starship Troopers, it just brings up a picture of it. It doesn't even have a title. It's it's weird. Hmm. It's like a broken entry or something. But I want to see if there has... Okay, so there it is. Traitor of Mars. Ah, there it is. Starship Troopers 3, Marauder from 2008. Yeah. That movie was awful. I don't even remember that one. I don't even know if I saw it. But the second one was... I remember The second liking. one was solid, yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm just looking at part three. Oh, man, I hated that movie. 
I don't. I honestly don't know if I saw it. <laughs> oh, an hour and forty-five minutes, and I actually might have to watch Starship Troopers one and two again at some point. Those are good. There you go. Let's see if I can do my little trick here. Oh, for shit's sake! <laughs> Fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck your nope. ads! Fuck you! I muted you. Stop. It was nice having Leslie Jones on the show last week, though. I have listened to that clip <laughs> so often, and it never ceases to not be hilarious. Oh, and it's she so did funny. so many of them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, and you watched a lot of them. Like, was that the pinnacle there? Because that was That was my hilarious. favorite. But my, my fa- that was my favorite because it was, but you don't, though. But you d- come over. Yeah. But you don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been in that oh. situation more than once where it's like, I'm going to come over there. It's like, come, come over. But you don't, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, we, every now and then we get a, we, we get a celebrity on here and we do our she best. Said yes. We do our best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this so hard right now? Oh boy. That's what she said. Or, oh, hey. It used to be easy. Oh, there we go. Man. There we go. Yeah, so there we go. Let's watch this together. Oh boy. See if you can hear it. I'm just curious. I'm still trying to work out all this tech, you know? You hear something? No. Let's see here. No, stage six. Okay. I, yeah, I got no audio, but I'm seeing video. How about now? Ah, there we go. I mean, this looks pretty dope to me. You know, there are a handful of stars from the 90s. Well, stars, I use that term loosely. The people that I like from the 90s that... Why don't they get more work? Like, I I would be fine with seeing him more often. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Barry Pepper. That looks pretty Barry good. Barry Pepper's another one. Yeah. The last thing I saw Barry Pepper in was The Painted Bird, and, and he was excellent in that movie. Uh, he's excellent in everything, even shit movies. He's good in those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yet, Casper Van Dien, I, I think he kind of gets a bad rap. I'm like He's kind of the Sharknado type guy, but I mean, he, it, he was... But he should be, he should have like an action direct to video kind of career, not Sharknado. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he was in Starship Troopers and then he was in Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of it. Then it was just relegated to sci fi stuff. Let's see what else Casper Van Dien has been up to. Oof. Oh, he was in Alita? I don't remember him in Alita. I need to watch that again. Supposedly, we're getting a sequel to that. Did you ever watch that? Uh-uh. I've never seen that. That was Robert Rodriguez? Wait. Alita Battle Angel? Oh, yes. Yeah, He was in that? I guess. Obviously, a vo- oh, I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Let's, um, let's and he's got a whole bunch of... Of, uh... Silk Stockings. I've been watching a lot of that lately. <laughs> Uh, Alpha Wolf. I mean, there's just it seems like there's so few. Oh, there it is. Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. Starship Troopers to Tarzan and the Lost City. I mean, he dropped off pretty quick. Yeah, Avengers Grimm. He's he was Rumpelstiltskin in that. Sleeping Beauty. Red. Oh, it's just a slew of Asylum stuff. Oh, he's he was Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat, uh, like short films for. TV that were made Dracula 3000. What was yeah. that? That had to be an asylum thing. 
Yeah, it had to be. Um, ah, that's bullshit. I mean, there's so many just TV movie, TV, TV movie, TV movie, junk, TV. asylum, Python, Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter sequels short. Like, damn. Ugh, nothing. Yeah, that would be really hard to do a top ten for good old Casper Van Dien. We could have him on the show, though. <laughs> yeah, we will. We've had, we'll get him. I'll, I mean, I'll call him up. We'll get him next week. Okay. Let's get him and Stephen Miller. Stephen C. Miller on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make a note. I'm going to make a note to call him. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think I spelled the thing his is, name. Like, there's it? a chance. There's a chance yes. that we maybe might be... <laughs> Did I spell his name right? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do you want to do some recently watched, sir? Yeah, I got a whole bunch. I'm sure you do. Uh, do, do uh, at some point, I'd like to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong. Have you watched that? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. All right. Uh, let me get a couple of these checked off, Go off for the it. list here. Um, have you ever watched the final count? I'm sure you have. The final countdown. Let me, I think, I believe so, but let me, is this the one where the aircraft carrier goes through time? I love that movie. Awesome. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Amazon Prime streaming. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I've seen that movie since the VHS days or even. That movie's fucked up, dude. And I'm like, that was really good. And I'm like, there's some legit, like, aerial dogfight action even in that movie. This is like. Way seven, what, six years before Iron Eagle and Top Gun. I still think I'm and, uh, confusing this with a different movie. This is the one aircraft carrier goes back to right right yeah, before... I remember that, but that were there people stuck in the bulkheads? No, that's a different movie. There's yeah. this other one where the guy from... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> the guy from that werewolf movie... Benicio del Toro? No, no, no. The <laughs> werewolf movie that we like that is stupid in a directed TV. Oh, oh, uh, Red Moon or Red Wolf or Red? Not even oh, close. Yeah. Not even, not yeah. even close. Bad Moon. Bad, Bad Moon. Wolf. The guy from Bad Moon <laughs> was on an aircraft carrier, and there was some kind of time travely instance, and half the crew were stuck in the deck and the bulkhead and stuff. I like the Final Countdown as well, though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I like that movie as well. What? Okay. I'll go look for it. You continue with your final okay. countdown. Uh, Kirk Douglas, Martin Sheen, uh, Catherine Ross was in this great cast, and just, it's PG, and uh, there's some violence in this movie. Like, some people get shot, and I'm like, there's, we're using squibs, and it's, this is firmly PG-13. Uh, but, man, it's just a cool story, and here's what I like the most about this movie is, so basically the whole premise is this aircraft carrier just gets sucked back in time to the day the day of or like the day before the Japanese attack Pearl Harbor the Philadelphia experiment ah okay I wondered I was like something experiment maybe yeah that's a damn good movie Uh, both both of these are I I, I really enjoy this movie as well but so they're back um, they have superior firepower and they could literally stop Pearl Harbor from happening so the dilemma is, do we, what do we do? And what I like about this movie so much is they don't explain why they go back in time. There's just, there's some weird thing in the ocean and they go back in time. And now we have to deal with it. And just 
like well polished, good acting, and then opening credits are go are rolling, and I'm like, I'm not sure which what role he had, but I'm like Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman had a part in this movie, helping uh-huh. make this movie, and we're talking trauma. This is the trauma, Lloyd Kaufman, which is just, and I kind of remember. Somewhere I hear, I heard him talking about this movie and he didn't, of course, he didn't have positive things to say. Um, anyway. Better than anything trauma's ever made ever. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, uh, it's streaming on Amazon Prime and HD and it's really good. And even at an hour and 45 minutes, I was never bored. Uh, it's just this cool old school science fiction time travel thing with very, very good, uh, aerial footage, which, Surprised me. I figured that we'd get a couple of jets flying across the sky, but I'm like, this is like cameras mounted to jets type of shit going on here. Or at least it seemed like that to me. Yeah. So yeah, I always seem to get this one in Philadelphia Experiment crossed over because it's a time traveling aircraft carrier. I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but the Philadelphia Experiment, uh, I remember they when they time traveled, there were people that melted through the beams and shit they were like half people stuck oh out really of, oh man it was hardcore and that was a tv movie as well that was probably pg <laughs> you should check that one uh, out if, if, if you yeah. like this one you i haven't ch- seen it i've seen that one but i haven't seen it in so i think there was even a philadelphia yeah there was a part two. part two had to do with a, yeah. a stealth bomber and i think i have it on vhs or some shit but i haven't watched it so i don't know if it's any okay good. but I know that I watched the first one on Amazon Prime a year ago or two, and I, it still held up. I was like, damn, that's still a good movie. Michael Perry. Cool. Or Perry. Oh, Perry. Yeah. I don't know how you say his name. Yeah. Um, all right, should I do another one? or? Yeah, go for it. We got time. Okay. Um, next up is uh, The Last Blockbuster. Have you heard or seen this? It's a documentary on Netflix. Uh, I, yeah, I heard about it and I added it, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so I watched this one. I thought about throwing this on to the roulette, but I'm like, eh, I, nah, nah, I just want to watch it right now. Uh, Kevin Smith is in it quite a bit, actually. Uh, this is really good. I, I liked this movie. The uh, It's basically about the last blockbuster on Earth, located in Bend, Oregon. And it's done really well. My biggest complaint about the movie is I didn't much care for the narrator in it. It's a some lady, and I, I don't know why, I just, like, her voice didn't quite fit this. That's a minor complaint, honestly. But Kevin Smith, I loved hearing him talk. Doug Benson was in it, and he was stoned and hilarious as usual. Disturbing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Kennedy was in this. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman was in this a little bit, and his was hilarious because they make they make reference to, like, and here's our 90-second Lloyd Kaufman interview, and he goes on this just obscenity-laden ty- tirade about how awful Blockbuster is, and like, <laughs> and it, it was it was funny, quite funny. Um, and there's another guy on here. Oh, Brian, I'm gonna of course butcher his last name. Brian Posse, P O S P H N. Is it Posse? Maybe. Um, you've, I'm sure you've seen him. Yeah. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff, but he was good, but it was a very well-made documentary and I'm kind of on the fence with, with the subject matter here. It's like back in the day, I used to kind of sort of hate Blockbuster because they did away with the small mom and pop VHS stores. It was Blockbuster came in and just did, did their thing and they, the small places couldn't compete and they addressed that in here 
And then they also address why they failed. And you think that it's, well, Netflix killed them. And yeah, but they kind of killed themselves. And watching the movie, you would, you'll, the documentary, you'll see why. But it's really, it's really interesting. And even now, I think it's kind of a nostalgia type of thing to where it's like, it's cool that there is still one open. I think that that's really cool. And it, I don't know how long they can stay open. I mean, family video, COVID shut family video down, but they survived COVID. I mean, this thing is, was made during COVID or whatever, and they're still, still kicking. So it was good. I think you should watch it. I will. Uh, you're a little older than me, so maybe you understand this argument more than I do, but I've never quite understood the argument of why Blockbuster is evil. Is it because, of, like, Walmart, they're underselling everybody? I, but. Yeah, they were able to buy, unlike the, the, like, the video connection where I used to work, they were able to get, oh, Lethal Weapon 3, we're going to get a hundred copies of that. It's always going to be in. Where the little mom and pop store only was able to get like two because this is back in sell through days. Yeah. So, you know, VHS tapes were like 80 bucks or whatever. And, but for them, they got a deal because they bought a shit ton of them. And so that, it literally, that closed a lot of the little mom and pops down. I understand. Including- I, like, I understand that. But at the same time, and it's, you know, big corporation, but at the same time, it's, it's like they have the selection. The other places didn't. I, I mean, we didn't have a blockbuster around here growing up. You know that. Uh, yeah, we had to go but it was to nice. Worcester. There was one in Worcester. I didn't even know that. The only time yeah. that I ever went to Blockbuster was when we went to Jeff's. Oh yeah, up here. In, yep. And then we could walk yeah. to that one. And, and yeah, that was like, man, they've got all these movies that the other place, my places down home, don't get. They get the independent films. They get the you mm-hmm. know foreign films. Whereas uh, uh, my stupid county, they're like. Well, nobody will want to rent those. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now there's nothing to rent. Yeah. Well, you got but one, they, one copy. Do you remember being on the waiting list for movies? I'm sorry, but your business model's shit. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. And I don't like to give in to the giant corporation or whatever, but at the same time, they're offering what people want. It's supply and demand. Yeah, and that is what happened. That is literally what happened. And then... Much, much like that happened to the mom and pop store, that along came Netflix. And I don't want to spoil it kind of, cause Blockbuster could still be around. You watch the documentary and you'll see, uh, they, they did it to themselves, but it's a really fun documentary. And, uh, but you think people just, are I still like, going to get out and go to a store to rent a movie? Yeah. It's, I think at this point, that place, the one that's left is almost iconic now. And so I think that they, actually are getting business and like it's cool and this lady is so cool that runs this place like if someone comes in and says hey do you have this movie nope but i'll get it and then she goes out she goes to target or walmart or amazon and buys it and puts it on the shelf and it's it's cool how she does things she's really nice um just it we see her going to sam's club or whatever buying all sorts of candy to put out on the store and it it's cool so and i commend her i think it's awesome that she's still you know trying to Keep the rental store afloat. I agree. But going back to your point about uh, what uh, Blockbuster shutting down the local mom and pop store, guess what? I was also down at Walmart. I ran into your boss more than once. Guess what he was doing? Buying, Buying movies to rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Highly won. illegal. But that's what, the, oh. that's what the mom and pop store did, too. They went down to yeah. just Walmart and bought them for 20 bucks and yep. rented them out like crazy. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I check care. it out though sometime. Yeah. And Kevin Smith is, is, of course, he's always, I, I love listening to him talk. Like just, he is kind of like Quentin Tarantino and just a wealth of interesting information. Yeah, I agree. About stuff that we like. Yeah. Anyway, back to you. I've taken way too much time. Oh, no, time. you're fine. You're fine. We got t- tons of time. Uh, right. I want to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. Uh, you and I, I feel like, have been a fan of all of the new Godzilla and Kong movies that have come out. This is, what, yes. number four, I believe? Yep. And uh, we are also fan of fans of Adam Wingard. Mm-hmm. And so my expectations, I feel, were in a proper place. And I went and watched this movie, and I gotta say, I thought it rocked. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I feel like Adam Wingard was the perfect person to take over this kind of stupid property. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there bitching about this movie that... I gotta choose my words carefully here. I don't want to say don't get Godzilla and King Kong movies, but at the same time, they don't get Godzilla and King Kong movies. They're like, but what about this? And what about logic and reason? And I'm like, it's it's Godzilla. It's Godzilla. Uh, Watch any Godzilla movie. They're stupid. Like, there's no logic and reason to these movies. And now suddenly... Adam Wingard, you're gonna, you, now you're gonna put it, now? Now is when you care? Like, <laughs> yeah. There's only been like 40 fucking Godzilla movies, and now, now you care. I, so yeah. I feel like a lot of the, uh, uh, people's expectations are wrong. I'm just gonna say it, they're wrong. <laughs> uh, you don't have to like the movie. You can be a Godzilla fan and not like the movie, that's fine. But don't come at me with logic, because all of the Godzilla movies are just not logic. Uh, I loved the Inner Earth stuff. I absolutely oh, loved so it. Great. Uh, is it ridiculous? Of course it's ridiculous. It's a giant lizard fighting a giant gorilla. I, it's ridiculous to think that there's enough food on this planet to feed either one of those things. Where do they poop? Like, poop? It, yeah, because <laughs> I've seen that too. Like, well, work. Who? Really? You're you're gonna care about where they shit? <laughs> You think uh, Jeff Goldblum said that's a giant pile of shit? Wait till you yeah. see Kong take a dump. <laughs> uh, I like that, you know, uh, what, what did Adam Wingard say? He said if if there was going to be a director's cutter, it was going to be longer. It would just be humans talking. So, no. Yeah, I, no, I agree. That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, I, I really love the... The, the backstory that he built, well, I guess a little bit spoilery here, but uh, with the Inner Earth stuff where Kong goes down into Inner Earth and that's his home and, and the axe and, and that's where Godzilla gets his power and that's inscribed on the walls. Like, I thought that was just amazing. Hey, while you're getting a text, I have to, my wife needs me real, just no problem. Real quick. I'll get a bev. I guess something else I could bitch about. Microwave died. So, got to get a new microwave. That's all right. That one served us well for a long, long time. Get a new microwave. Looks like it's the same size. It's a standard size. We get one of the cheaper ones, but, you know, it's not the the cheapest one. Let's go put it in. Oh, wait. I've got a house that was built in the 1950s. So, the cabinets are, like, super low for tiny, small people that... (sighs) All right. So, does it fit? Oh, it fits, but it's 
against the oven that's got to have an arc to it. Motherfucker. Every fucking thing in this fucking house. Stupid fucking bullshit. Oh, I was just griping about installing our new microwave. Oh, is it not going so good? Oh, it went in, but it's an inch taller than the last one. So mm. it's against the stove. Oh. So does the door open okay? Or? The door opens okay, but I mean, the bottom is against the top of the stove and the top is against oh. the top of the cabinets. So now when I want to turn the oven on, I got to, let me just bend all the way down. Let me get on my knees. So like, um, and my five foot three wife was like, oh, I think it's fine. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm six two. I got to. Yeah. It's like getting into a car. Like a, if I want to get into like a Honda Civic, I'm going to have to get on my knees and c- crawl in. Yeah. Climbing through the sunroof. <laughs> With one leg, one, yeah. one step. It would just be a bloop. Yeah. In, in you go. Kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the, uh, whatever little car he was driving around in, in Commando. Yeah. <laughs> just rip the seat <laughs> just out. Rip out the seat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, God, uh, Godzilla. So like, I'm not. Sh- I know that you really liked uh, King of the Monsters, and I did too. Upon rewatch, well, my rewatch was it was fine. It was it was a bit Mystery Science Theater three thousand, but uh, what can you do? Um, I I think that there was almost more action in King of the Monsters, but I like King Kong is so awesome. This iteration of King Kong is so awesome that I liked this one better. I, of all four of these. This is probably the best one, I think. It's just, it has just the right amount of human interaction, and just, they just tear the shit out of Tokyo. I mean. <laughs> yeah, but that, that shit on the, the aircraft carrier was unbelievable. Like, that, oh, that, was, that great. was unbelievable. I, I love, I texted you. The only thing I texted you yeah. about this was, I love Adam Wingard. I just, I love yeah. him. And I defend him at, oh, this was great. I'm not a big Kong guy. Uh, so oh, I, really? I like, uh, King of Monsters better, but that's because King Ghidorah. Oh, oh, my heart. Oh, awesome. I, I love awesome. King Ghidorah's, and, and there were so many monsters in that. I just, that was just monster overload. I absolutely yeah. love that. Kong's fine. I don't dislike Kong. I just, eh. And, and this one, they, I mean, you knew they were going to do a Freddy versus Jason Kind of. Yeah. Nobody's going to really yeah. win, but I guess kind of yeah. Godzilla won. He won the two of the three. Yeah. But. And I actually wasn't, it didn't, the, the little girl that kind of had that sign language connection with Kong, I didn't mind her. Uh, actually, my biggest gripe, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Why? In these, she was in great. these movies. <laughs> what I'm getting Tween from this girl. episode. Oh, 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 you don't know. Uh, what I'm getting from this episode is you don't like girls. That's what I'm, that's what I'm. <laughs> no, I thought Except she was fine. I, again, I, I'm glad that I, I agree with you that she, uh, uh, the human interaction was used enough. I didn't, yeah. I didn't need more. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't care. It was just enough to keep the plot, the plot going. Um, yeah, let's get Kong to the Middle Earth, whatever, Hoppatown for reasons. Who cares? Oh, fine. I, I, great. If you want to start. Well, and this is what I said to friends online. You want to start nitpicking this movie? What? You're going to wear yourself out. How did they get the net under him? Yeah. It, who cares? It, it, that's not why you watch these kinds of movies. Totally agree. Totally agree. 
Yep, it was great. I, uh, I, obviously you and I both watched this on HBO Max, but this would have been cool to see like on a gigantic IMAX size screen. This would have been great. Yeah. And another and thing. It's that, doing really well too. Yeah. And another thing that he said in interviews is he took a lot of influence from Akira. And I was like, what? Where? Like, I, I know Akira. That's my favorite movie of all time. What are you talking about? I, I didn't see it. And then somebody was like, oh, the city design. It, well, he answered the city design in the end. Like, oh, okay. I see that. You know, with all the neon lights. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. I see that. But not quite enough for you to say you took influence from <laughs> just make buildings pretty. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but I appreciate that anyway. Uh, where are we at? I'll do one more real quick, then kick it back to you. Okay. Uh, let us talk about Blown Away. At some point, we need to sit down and make a list of the top 10 90s action movies. And for me, Blown Away is going to be on there. Is that? Oh, I should know who's in that. I feel like there's a huge boat that explodes in yep, that, maybe? at the end. Jeff okay. Bridges, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. I think I've seen that. It's been a oh long time. Oh my god, time. I think I've seen that? I have watched this movie like 57 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie is fantastic. It's been popping up on uh, uh, Pluto TV, and I've kind of been watching bits and pieces here and there. And then the other day I caught it pretty close to the beginning and watched the majority of it. I've now watched, like I've, I've told you before, I don't like to review something like that, or a rewatch unless I watch at least three-fourths of it. And I've watched more than three-fourths of it in the last week. And it is phenomenal. This movie is so good. And there are so many, like, little tiny beats and little tiny steps and little tiny things in here that most people might kind of overlook that are are like 10 out of 10 crazy amazing. If you're a filmmaker and you uh, understand how hard it is to do some of this stuff, you will recognize it. And one of the things uh, at the very, like, climax of the movie, towards the very, very end, uh, there's just a, a kind of a very minor car wreck, but uh, Jeep does a, like, 180, and at the same time, there's a stunt person right there who jumps kind of out of the way, kind of bounces oh. off of the vehicle and I'm, I, I still can't figure out how the hell they did that unless it was a complete accident because that's so dangerous and you cannot plan that. It is incredible. And that's not, I mean, that's not taking anything away from the rest of the movie where we have massive explosions. Like the boat is a splinter explosion. It splinters. Forrest Whitaker Oh, that's right. I remember him. He was in this. Oh, my God. Uh, it, uh, amazing. Uh, there was also a scene where they uh, uh, blow up a robot in the back of a... It's kind of like a box truck, but not quite. Uh, and massive fireball, helicopter in the air, lots of people around, blows the truck over on a, a, a upside down in a cer- uh, the same way that the truck uh, semi-truck flipped over in Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. which is a planned explosion that I, like the, uh, the amount of work that went into some of these explosions is just mind blowing. And then we get to the plot and with Tommy Lee Jones and everything going on. This, once again, we're uh, in something that I told you is uh, I'm very interested in as a, a, a England, Ireland and that conflict. 
Oh yeah. This, this is very much involved in that. And, uh, it makes me mad that there is not more attention paid to this kind of stuff. They actually just had an incident last week where a bomb, uh, blew up a bus. And uh, do you hear about it? No. Nope. This has been going on for forever. Oh my God. That's been going on forever. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's a shame that not enough attention is paid to it. So, I, I'm not, not to say that this is like some, like, brilliant political piece or something like that, but it has a very interesting story, interesting characters, and the, uh, the special effects are incredible. You, if you have, I can't not believe you just said, I think I saw that once. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Like, been, the, I'm yeah. telling you, dude, this would make my top 10 of, of 90s action movies. You gotta see, you gotta rewatch this movie. Uh, it is see here. fucking great. I wonder, is it streaming anywhere? You watched uh, VHS, right? I watched it on right? Pluto, but, um, you know, uh, uh, if it is, it's probably with, uh, I don't know, check Amazon. Yeah, Amazon is usually my go-to. Blown away. Up, oh, not available. Well, don't blink. It'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then gone. <laughs> and the then next. gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have it on DVD, but... And you could probably watch it on demand on Pluto. Another thing that I think I've told you before. On Roku, go to just the main... My TV's warming up here. The main Roku page. Come on. You can do it. There's a search option. Are you aware of this? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then from there, you can type in the movie. Oh, and then it... Yeah, everywhere that it's at pops up. Right. And you'd be surprised how often it pops up on... Uh, here we go. You can watch it for free in HD on Pluto TV. You can watch it for free on Tubi TV. Okay, which I have both of those on my... All my Rokus. Th- those are going to be with commercials, though. And you can rent for three ninety nine on Google Play, Prime Video, and Apple TV. And Vudu. Hmm. <laughs> but for you, just buy the Blu-ray. Blu- yeah. It, oh, I, I know I liked it. I know that I've liked that movie, uh, but I don't remember. I remember the big boat explosion in the end. I remember that. And it just shit goes everywhere. <laughs> like, it's a great explosion. And that was nice. But there are a lot of really good uh, character acting scenes in that movie. Uh, there's a scene where, oh, uh, uh, Lloyd. Uh, the other Lloyd. Kaufman? No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, his father. He acts with his father. Isn't Jeff Bridges? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lloyd Bridges is in this movie with Jeff Bridges. Is Lloyd Bridges the one that uh, takes the handkerchief through his head in airplane? Yes. <laughs> okay. And Lloyd Bridges is Jeff Bridges' father. He doesn't play his father in this movie. He plays like an uncle or something. But uh, it is so... Just moments like that. It's nice to see uh, a father playing with his son. It's nice uh, when Tommy Lee Jones is playing like an Irishman and he meets another Irishman, Lloyd Bridges, in this Irish bar and uh, the conversation that they have. It's just a nice acting moment. You know, it, okay. it's unique and it's story building and it's it's a fucking good movie. Uh, last cool. round for you. Oh, let's see here. There was one that I want to talk about. Um, ah, where are you? There it is. Game of Death. Uh, another movie that Bruce I considered. Movie? No, 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 no. Another one that I considered throwing onto the 
roulette, but it's an hour and 13 minutes, and uh, it's on shutter, and so, I it was early morning, and my one movie had finished up, whatever it was, and so I'm like, oh, I'm grumpy in the on the 2017? Play on whatever's next. Yeah, that's the one. And I'm like, just whatever, Game of Death, fine. I'm going to watch that, because I was already on Shutter TV. And I mean, the first 10 minutes of this movie are so obnoxious and so awful. I was furious. I was I was livid. I'm like, pumping. <laughs> and like, now I'm going to finish my workout to this shit, and then I'll turn it off and be done. And... And then the plot of the movie starts. So these vapid, obnoxious, awful teenagers, um, which plays into the movie with how they were acting actually plays into the movie, which going back, I'm like, ah, okay, this is a good movie. Um, the really? The 10 minutes are, that, are them partying and they were the most obnoxious. Like I hated every one of these terrible people. They were just like the worst of humanity. Just... Doing drugs and acting like just assholes, just acting awful. Um, well, one of them finds this Jumanji type game called Game of Death. And, uh, they all, the game is you put your finger on the, the, this round board thing or whatever. And unbeknownst to them, they get a little prick in their finger and it takes a little bit of their blood. And now they have a certain amount of time where they have to murder 50-some people, or their heads explode. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm in. Now I'm in, because it's so gory. It's it's so gleefully gory and art housey. And then I'm like, okay, now I kind of get why you made your teenagers so vapid and obnoxious, because they're all going to get theirs. They're going to get it. <laughs> but it turned out to be pretty damn good, actually, uh, I thought. But that first 10 minutes was so bad. It was so bad. Um, oh, and just the one girl had that Billy Elish hair. Like the, oh! <laughs> I like you Billy Eilish. Eilish. Billy Eilish, yes. Whatever. I don't, whatever. I've never heard one of her songs other than the James Bond thing. Um, <laughs> old man yelling at clouds. Yeah, you're such a <laughs> millennial hater. I know. I like uh, yeah. Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you got Shutter, nope, <laughs> it's it's fast paced, uh, and seriously, once you get past that, the special effects are legit, and it's I guess this is a French Canadian movie. That's France. It um, this is the type of movie that after the end credits, I'm like, yeah, this was so bizarre. I feel like there's probably something after the credits, and after the credits, there's um a shot of uh, manatees. You know the big manatee underwater things. Oh, yeah, okay. Just, just two of them in the water, one of them's dead. Reasons, I'm like, it's now we're just into complete, complete farty art house weirdness. And I'm like, ah, okay. Dead manatee in the water. Roll credits. So, Game of Death. There you go. Great head explosion action. I'm trying to find the Billie Eilish hair. It's just, she's just blonde. I don't know. What? No, it's like, it's, I got blonde hair, but the tips are pink, and then I'm cool, and I'm smoking my pot, and my drinking my... Oh my god, you sound so old. Uh, Oh, god! Oh my god, why? 
Bathed in blood. What just happened? Oh, what? I'm watching the trailer. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, it's gory. It doesn't look like oh. Billie Eilish. Come, come on. Uh, there's no pink tips. If there's, oh, there is. If there's pink tips. It's because red. Well, she no, blood. she was she was covered in blood the entire movie except for the first ten minutes. <laughs> Pizza hot. Uh, <laughs> All right. Anyway, but it was a good movie. Yeah, it, looks I, cool. it was fun. Um, and then lastly, um, you know, I did a rewatch of The Hunt. And I thought The Hunt was so good on my first watch. And I got to say, the second way through, I liked it. I did. But I, I, I don't know. Where do you fall on, I know you really liked it, but where do you fall on our spoiler alert, I guess, the lead lady being the wrong person and she's got the accent going on. What? So what is she? Just a random, she's just I hate a, both sides? Yes. Or? Yes. That's the way that I took it. She's a random I don't want to say libertarian because that's not, I mean, it's a highly politically divisive film. In my opinion, there is very strictly left and there is very strictly right. And she is just like, I don't like any of them. So I don't want to say libertarian because libertarian is the new Republican. Yeah, it Uh, is. (laughs) So, uh, I don't think it's that. Uh, I think she's just like, fuck you all that are political. And I feel like, the uh, we I, we texted a little bit about this, but uh, what's her name? Uh, bad guy. Hillary Swank. Yeah, Hillary Swank. Swank is trying to be all like woke liberal, but at the in the end, she's just ultra mega super rich Republican. I, I Kinda, that's, yeah. that's the way I took it, and and I don't know. It was like people that are trying to if that, and that was kind of the commentary of the film that I took away from it that the worked the most for me is if you go so far to the left with your super wokeness, eventually you circle around and now you're just a racist Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so I I didn't really feel like I had a hero in that movie. I didn't feel like I had anybody to really super connect with. I liked, I didn't, I didn't either. I liked the main character enough. It was, she was just trying to survive and I feel like that was the core commentary of the movie. There are a lot of us that are just normal people trying to survive. And there are a lot of really rich assholes trying to control which direction we go. Yeah. And that's not right. That That's not correct, whether you're right or left. Yeah, Leave I get people you. alone. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, it, I think just because of I it, I didn't have anybody to root for. I mean, actually I liked Hillary Swank at first. I'm like like I just she gets in trouble for a text or whatever in the beginning and then it costs her whatever and so now she's out for revenge and I uh, you know, all the magazines that get it in it were I'm like oh, And that's great, but also Hillary Swank was an ultra rich yeah. person who was abducting people and forcing them yeah, to, fight I know. to the death. She's evil. Yeah. So so it's actually I mean for for as it's kind of a challenging movie. Like the second time through, I'm like, I noticed it. I'm like, this is kind of challenging. As weird as that sounds, I know it sounds weird for the movie The Hunt, but it was. I'm like, I hate the magas, um, but I'm you know what she's doing is obviously wrong. Yet there's like you said, there's this woman that's trying to survive. Yet I, it's hard for me to root for her too. I guess because she's almost she's almost like Terminator. She's almost indestructible. Yeah, like, yeah. 
to a fault almost, and we never, which is fine. We never find out, you know, how did Hillary Swank get her wrong because we see the pictures of all the people that she was like, okay, I'm going to get all these people. It there was, she uh, because is. they so, were the same name, right? I only saw yeah. it once, but they were. The, uh, she had the same name as somebody else. She thought she was a different person. Yeah, but I thought that they had a picture of her. Um, unless, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they were um, close. It was yeah. Billie Eilish times two. Yeah, so well, there we go. Yeah, the <laughs> Billie Eilish. But it is, I mean, it is very relevant to, uh, you say it's challenging, but it is very relevant to, you know, a lot of politics today. I mean, fucking anti-war Bernie's bombing the shit out of Syria. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, 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 I don't want to get too political, but at the same yeah. time, where where all the anti-war uh, uh, left go? Where'd they go? They're just gone. <laughs> As soon as, as soon as their guy gets in, it's just a, <laughs> bomb the shit out of everything, Obama. Woo. Like, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, it was still good. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciate the violence in it was like, they didn't pull any punches. I mean, it was violent. Yeah. I really liked the, uh, the little gas station type scene. That was good. Uh, I love that Emma Roberts is in this and she's, uh, I like, uh, she's a, Bigger actress, I think, at this point, but she was in it for like three minutes. She's um she's in American Horror Story and um oh she's been in a bunch of stuff now. I really like her. I think she's a good actress and like she's in it for such a brief amount of time because oh. you're almost like oh oh she's in this all right and then goodbye head. Well, there was a couple of people in there that did that. I know. Uh, What's his name was in like Super Troopers and got his head blown off in like the first completely seconds. blown off, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yep, there you go. Um, but on rewatch, it was I didn't like it as much as I did the first time, but I think it was because I was challenged more because it's deep. You see, well, it's a conflicting film. It has conflicting yeah, it messages. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's also like pro gun but also anti gun. Yeah. And I can't stand the MAGAs, and I'm like, I want this to be complete 100% anti-MAGA, and it's not. <laughs> it is, but it is, I mean, it's also yeah. defend yourself. It's, it's yeah. yeah, conflicting. Yeah. So anyway, it's a good movie, But though. that makes for a uh, interesting anomaly of cinema. And I'm more up for, like I've said, those anomalies of cinema than I am most things, even if it's not good. That was, yeah, that was a unique movie. I mean, it, it, they, they do a play on the, you know, last man standing type of thing, but it's still, yeah. Yeah, anyway, you, that's you still it. you still got uh, like ultra left wing crazy Democrats out there planting landmines. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> oh, and then the random pig walking around. I'm like, all right, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, okay, let's do coming soon. To wrap up. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for me, um, I got uh, the let's see. Barbarian Queen and Amazons from Scream Factory. Those are mid-80s Corman over-promise, under-deliver type of things. Um, oh, let's see here. Uh, I got... Oh, there's a new niche company out there called Cauldron Films. And they released some Italian stuff. One of which was... Oh, Cats, Tails, Scorpions... Butterfly, not, whatever, something, something black glove, and it looks really, really cool. And I got that on deck. Uh, and another one called Terror Wheels, which is, I think, is a Spanish, uh, Spanish supernatural something. I don't know. Uh, so those will be something. Uh, the Dentist parts one and two, starring Corbin oh. Benson, is on uh, Corbin Shutter. And, 
Corbin Benson or Corbin, Corbin Burnson? Or that. Sure. The guy from Shattered? Uh, wait, was he in Shattered? Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes, he Corbin was. Corbin Burnson. Yeah. Okay. But uh, he plays a killer dentist. Uh, 90s horror that probably is not good. I think I watched him on VHS back in the video connection days, but like I've got to watch them now. They're on shutter. Um, and there's this underwater, there, there's this documentary on Netflix that I've been wanting to watch, but it's going to be depressing. I know it is something, um, something about the oceans being overfished or something. Have you seen that? No, but I would watch it. What's it called? Uh, it looks really, really good. It's like, that's kind of like the next one that I've got queued up to watch. Uh, see, now there it is. Seaspiracy. Uh, well, you know, your subject matter is awesome, but your title is an F. <laughs> yeah. Seaspiracy. But the trailer looks great, uh, but it looks heavy. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. Uh, coming soon for me. I, uh, like I said, I got lucky on some horror. Oh, <laughs> can I see the back of that? Oh, Jeez. There I, it is. Uh, this was one of my grails on my top ten <laughs> list. This was one of my grails is pieces, and I got it on VHS. And I and you got an offshoot of it. Like that's not right. That's an offshoot. I went to even eBay. More rare. I went to eBay and looked up pieces VHS to see if it's worth anything. One copy. There is exactly one copy on eBay that's for sale. It's started at twenty five bucks. The bids are already up to 70 bucks, and there's four and a half days left. Oh, man. That's jackpot material right there. I'm, it's, it's going nowhere. It is, it's staying right here in my collection, <laughs> sir. Uh, also got this one. Phantasm. Oh, the classic box cover art, too. Yeah. Beautiful. Man, that looks, that looks like it's in really good shape. It is in really good shape. Pristine. How is that pieces? Is pieces in good shape? Uh, not bad. There's a little bit of a uh, rough edge here. I'm having a little bit of a hard time getting it out of the box, actually. Uh, but I have pulled it out before, and it, it looks uh, like there's not any uh, mildew. Okay. But y- you can see there... Let me see here. There's a little, little bit of oh, rough, rough edges. But it's in pretty damn good shape. And like I said, this cover, I found exactly one on eBay. Yeah. One. I've never seen that cover before. Never. Me either. So that's That's got to be some offshoot... It's, uh, face, or wait, Ace, Ace Video. Ace Video. Hmm. And Ed Entertainment. Full length tape, standard play. It probably is cut, like we were talking about before. Yeah. Uh, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean. That one, uh, that's, that's, that's a checklist for me, big time. I've got Evil Dead. I've got pieces. I want, uh. Um, I want Akira. I used to have Akira, and I got rid of it when we traded in those bags of shit to move into DVD. Damn it, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, Sleepaway Camp. I want Sleepaway Camp. Mm. Oh, that cover is iconic. But it's it's these are hard as hell to find. I also got a few other horror: Dracula's Daughter, Phantom of the Rue Morgue. We'll be watching that soon, maybe. Uh, Waterworld popped up on Netflix. I want to watch that again. I haven't seen that hmm. in a while. And uh, Casper Van Dien might be sitting down with him, seeing what he's up yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you Would you do me a favor and and try to make it a point to watch Blown Away in the next week or two? Oh, I'd love That's to. That's a wife I, movie. Like, I think she'd be okay. Yeah. 
Especially after Shattered. Granted, this is, I'm sure, going to be way better than Shattered, but... Yeah, oh yeah. 90s action? Uh, way better than 90s horror. 90s action is better than 90s horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so... I was so just tickled. Uh, Night of the Living Dead I got. Uh, Hellraiser 1 and 2. Actually, I already have, but I'm not going to get rid of any more copies of those kinds of movies. They're, they're, yeah, Are, is it the same cover? It's, like same. Hang on a sec. Oh, my headphones don't reach. I got another copy of Blue Velvet, which there are guys on my VHS groups. This is the Night of the Living Dead cover, which is cool. boring. Old school, yeah. And then Hellraiser. Oh, is that, are those? Is that Good Times or? Uh, collector's edition gold series anchor bay oh nice anchor bay so are those uncut yeah very cool standard it's just funny standard edition or standard standard play speed or... duplication yeah I don't know if they're uncut or not but I'm it's so hard to come around horror uh, uh, VHS around here I'm not letting any of it slip through my fingers. It's staying. With I can't me. believe of all play- like so. And I already have. Was- I already have both of these VHS, but I'll keep them until I find somebody to give them to. Yeah, that might be a good like good trading material for something really good. I then I gotta go through the yeah shipping, shipping it. And- I, I'd rather give it to somebody that I know. Whereas yeah. stuff like this is going nowhere. Yeah. I even sent a picture of this to my mom because that's where I got it from, kind of. <laughs> well, actually, I sent her a picture of the eBay listing and she was like, that's okay. And I was like, don't worry, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. It's staying with me. <laughs> I mean, that's right up there. To me, that's right up there with Dr. Butcher, MD. Yeah, me the too. Big box. Me too. This Right here, this is top 10 of my collection. Right here. Oh, that's sweet. Pieces. <laughs> View at your own risk, Leonard Moulton. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too cool. And I'm going to watch it, too. <laughs> Let me know. I mean, if it's pretty gory, then it's probably uncut. It should say somewhere I, that it's uncut, but 90 minutes, that's... It says 90 <clears throat> minutes. That's all. That's all, the only... Uh, I mean, there's a EP sticker right here. Okay. And, and maybe I could tear that off and it would say something underneath, but I don't like removing any stickers from my tapes. Just in case it takes some of the... No, just, I mean, just keep it the way it is. And I think... Hold on. No, I mean, it's in good shape. Yeah, that looks good. (laughs) Can't believe that you have pieces on on VHS and it's a just rando one. I I feel like that's a big enough movie that it, it garnered at least some sort of a regular VHS release because that uh, that cover is I've never seen that cover before I haven't either and I paid well gonna have paid 50 cents for it man that, that's one of those gems in the rough or like you just well and same what with same for. with Phantasm if you go try and buy this at the exchange that's gonna be 8 to 10 to 15 bucks mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able or to get that or 50 cents for you or 50 cents yeah Actually, they were going to throw it away. Damn. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Not that stuff. No. And that, that that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for. Stay with me, yeah. sir. Oh, we're at time. Okay. Uh, anything else you're going to add before we 
Shut the stuff. I'm as soon as I hit stop, I'm gonna go lay down. I'm me too. Woo. I'm taking a nap. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, me too. And I'm yeah, it's time for COVID nap right now. Oh, I'm, my wife is texting me like, Oh, you should get a COVID shot. I'm like, oh. Whatever. Yeah, you, you, you should. I mean I mean, but I had then you can I know. But then you can at least tell people like, no, I got the shot. Yeah, but around here, that's going to get me beat up. Ah, that could actually get you in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'll see yeah. you next time. All right. <laughs> Can't end the show without one of those, folks. Yep. And bye. listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.